Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Well, welcome to our podcast um, for the beginning of the pandemic uh, in America. Maybe it's a little too late, but uh, I'm going to connect with Dr. Ray working shortly. But I just want, this is Dave Baylog. I am the information officer for 1,000 Moms, building community support for LGBTQ youth in foster adoptive care. And uh, Ray, I know you're listening. We'll talk shortly. I just wanted to read um, from an article in The Atlantic by David Frum. He says, the worst outcome. If somebody other than Donald Trump were in the White House, the coronavirus would not be unfolding this way. At every turn, President Trump's policy regarding coronavirus has unfolded as if guided by one rule. How can I make this crisis worse? Presidents are not all powerful, especially in the case of a pandemic disease. There are limits to what they can do for good or ill. But within these limits, at every juncture, Trump's actions have ensured the worst possible outcomes, the worst possible outcome for public health, the worst outcome for the American economy, the worst outcome for American global leadership. So, um, on that note, uh, I want to uh, introduce Dr. Ray Working, our colleague, as per usual, although these times are not per usual, um, Ray, but uh, thank you for joining us. And uh, Dr. Ray, well, we got to talk about this. You are the host of the long-running Sunday morning show, Homo Radio, on WRPI.org, right. but things have changed. Could you explain well, Shirley, President Shirley Jackson and the administrative staff decided earlier in the week initially that they would suspend all classes for the month of March. And by the end of the day, with events unfolding, they um, revealed a statement saying that there will be no more in-person classes for the rest of the year. Um, what will happen with graduation, if there is a graduation, is it will involve an assessment following, you know, what transpires between now and then. Well, all of which boils down to the fact that, you know, Homo Radio is uh, broadcast from the RPI campus, WRPI being the station. So once the school, it was closed or sealed, so to speak, so were we. So the earliest that we could do another Homo Radio episode would be the last week in May, and that presumes that the assessment finds it safe to do that. Of course, you know, there's a broad, very broad spectrum of students from hither and yon, 
at uh, Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute, and I, I would guess, I'm uh, speculating here, um, that had something to do with it, plus the scenario where immediately following their traditional um, spring vacation, everybody would be coming back from multiplicity of locations. So the bottom bottom line is we're <laughs> we're not broadcasting until uh, at least the end of May. Wow. Well, I understand uh, in the whole host of uh, closing um, <clears throat> basically wherever <laughs> to quote Jesus, wherever two or more are gathered in my name, I'm not going to be there. I, um, <laughs> you, you know, there's um, schools are closed over here. I understand the Albany Library is closed and I'm sure there's Schenectady Library will follow suit, and um, it's uh, terra incognita. It's a very, very strange, um, and um, what I wanted to do, what Ray, what you and I had talked about was um, to just try to give out answers as best we know them, um, because we're all flying by the seat of our pants here, and uh, uh, you and I fall in the high-risk category for various reasons, and um, that has um, got me concerned, to say the least. Um, And so I want to just read a little more of what David Frum had to say in his article, because I think he he gets at the craziness coming from the White House. And, of course, we all want things to go well, but it can't go well if we've got uh, indifference and chaos and, and um, incompetence coming from the White House. So David Trump goes on to say, uh, Trump's Oval Office speech the other night, March 11th, was the worst action yet in a string of bad actions. Here are the things the president did not say in that speech. He offered no guidance or policy on how to prevent the spread of the disease inside the United States. Should your town cancel its St. Patrick's Day parade? What about theatrical productions and sporting events? Classes at schools and colleges? Nothing. He offered no explanation of what went wrong with the U.S. testing system nor any assurance of when testing would become more widely available. His own previous promises of testing for anyone who needs it has been exploded as false. So what is true? Nothing. Layoffs are coming probably on a very large scale as travel collapses and people hunker down at home. Any word from those about to lose their jobs? Only the vaguest indication that something might be announced sometime soon. And yesterday, uh, there were some answers coming from Nancy Pelosi, who and uh, who had in the House, who had negotiated a, a package of uh, uh, economic aid, um, things such as uh, increased SNAP benefits um, and. Uh, paid sick leave for workers who, but only, say, about two weeks' work for workers who are laid off. And 
uh, other things like that. But at least there was a a clear, uh, informed voice uh, speaking on this. And uh, this bill, uh, again, you know, we're touching on the on the basics here. Uh, we urge you, if you're interested in any of these subjects, to uh, go look them up online. But the, the, my point here is there is a, uh, a, a federal on the way, and um, uh, it didn't start in the White House. So, um, Ray, I guess I, uh, the irony of this all is uh, um, Trump is uh, uh, getting tested himself because he's been around <laughs> so many people. And um, who have been exposed to the virus, and uh, I wonder if he'll even uh, come forward because he's a pathological liar about his health. Um, I wonder if he's positive if he'll come forward the results. Um, but the, you know, I guess this is the final straw. This is what we paid for in when we got Trump, um, a whole lot of incompetence, as I said, and um, lying. And I just, it's clear as day, he just doesn't, he's not interested, he doesn't care, and um, he's got to go. Like, fast. And and I guess my point is, you know, because you know, people are writing and saying that we're weeks behind the curve here. We're weeks. We, we, uh, Trump knew or the White House knew that that uh, the disease was here and it was going to spread. There's just no doubt about it. But we needed to, as somebody, as Dr. Fauci said, um, Anthony Fauci, um, you know, you need testing you need otherwise you're going you go you're flying blind you're 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 going without any information about where where the disease is hit how many it's hit and um i mean they're talking things about needing massive testing kits which trump um vetoed other countries use the world health organization testing kit but um trump um, because of his, uh, his xenophobia, said no. Um, and that means that what happened in China, what happened in Italy, is going to be maybe a hundredfold more in this country because we're late. And the real problem, Ray, I don't know how you see this, but, um, when people get infected, uh, they are uh, the cases are going to be astronomical. The hospitals are going to be overwhelmed, and uh, then what? Um, we're going to have to uh, triage the the most sick from the, the at risk population, and of course, that's the thing that really scares me. Um, because that's what's happening in Italy right now. They're triaging. It's like a war zone, and and they're 
concentrating on only those most likely to survive. I don't want to think that's going to happen here, but it sure looks like it could. Um, Ray, any thoughts on that? Uh, This is going to go down as one of the most botched uh, presidential uh, happenings ever, I believe. Um, Actually, the the facts surface, and you brought them up. Uh, We are behind the curve, is the phrase. We're woefully behind. Um, uh, Countries that don't have a fraction of our resources. (laughs) And... There's absolutely no. I think the biggest psychodynamic here that's at work is you can't put any credibility in one Trump, one, what Trump says. I mean, he came out and said he was tested after he'd already said he hadn't been tested. So even there, it's yet another lie. And I was just getting a uh, a, a um, post here about Anderson Cooper. You probably saw it, <clears throat> and I felt this for a long time. Excuse me. Stop calling what he says mis speaks or um, inconsistency, say our lies, L-I-E-S, period. (coughs) Sorry. They have to be called the lies that they are. The man lies and he lied again. And how can we possibly put our lives in his hands and have any credibility in what he says? So how can he put anybody at ease? And even when Dr. Vouchy was probably the most, uh, you know, skilled physician in this area in the world uh, take center stage, you still got to wonder how much of it is he holding back because he knows that if he uh, missteps, he's gone. And already when he dared to say, we didn't have our, our test kits ready. They weren't, we, we, we were doing a fraction of the tests that uh, were necessary and, and that other countries were doing. And it, it's just amazing that, uh, Trump will, will override that, and the man. Yeah, and also, has, also he has zero, zero. Well, uh, the thing that that struck me, and I noticed this a couple of maybe a week ago or so, that um, Trump couldn't get the the basic concept that um, a vaccine is not minimum a year probably more to develop and test and and make sure it's safe. Uh, Trump in his Peter Pan uh, dystopian world uh, or lack of lack of world, um, he took that to me somehow that we'd have a virus. He said we'd have a virus. We'd have a, a vaccine in um, two months, and Fauci, in a meeting in the White House, being filmed, turned to him and said, um, "True, as I told you before, we a virus, a vaccine. We might have one in three or four months, but that doesn't mean it's ready for use. That means it has to be tested, and it has." to go through those steps that I, I told you about, clinical trials, uh, to make sure it's safe. And and Trump looked like a, a a third grader who forgot to do his homework or uh, got caught with his pants down. Um, and, and, you know, I can understand 
Fauci's uh, uh, situation, he he has to be firm with an idiot, and and the idiot can fire him. And um, uh, so it's um, this is something you just can't give to um, Jared. I think that's uh, Trump's go-to solution for any problem is to put Jared in touch of it, in, in charge of it. And I don't, at least as I, as I know, I haven't heard Jared's name come up in this, but this is just the all-time measure of corruption and competence um, and shame on the media for uh, letting it get this way uh, from day one when he came down the escalator to announce that the, uh, he's running for president, they, 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 the network, the cable news lit up with uh, visions of ratings in their eyes, and uh, and Trump played them like a like a drum, and it's you know um, one of the reporters yesterday. Uh, a good one, Yamisha Sinder, who works for PBS. Um, I don't know if you saw this interaction, Ray, but she asked a question um, just straight up. And I understand reporters' microphones are being cut off yesterday if their questions are not um, to Trump's liking. Uh, but this Yamisha Sinder asked, uh, Mr. President, um, um, can you explain why the uh, task force on the National Security Council for pandemic um, preparation was dismantled and and, uh, not replaced? Um, And Trump's first response was, what a nasty question. (laughs) It doesn't get any more petty than that. I mean, Trump, Obama had set up a a pretty elaborate task force of all the government agencies that would be involved in addressing uh, a pandemic. And uh, two years ago, at least, Trump got rid of it, as I suspect the only reason being that it was done by Obama. And... uh, Trump being the racist he is, anything with Obama's name on it or fingerprints or um, just had to go. And I'm sure he's blaming Obama uh, for this. Um, I haven't heard any specific incidents, but he blames everything on Obama. Um, so that is, uh, you know, where are we going to get our information? And, um and we're behind. I today. I mean, I w- I was just looking at the different um, uh, curves on on different charts in countries where the corona uh, took off, and and it 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 just follows the same pattern. Um, a little at first, and then uh, explosion into you know, a huge number of infected people, and then it 
slowly comes down in, in sort of like step in the like a step ladder, um, fewer and fewer. But those are just the new infected cases. Um, we're not talking about people already uh, hospitalized or under treatment. Um, so you know, I was lucky to work with scientists and doctors and. Um, I know how cautious they are and how responsible they are and they must be just beside themselves to work with such an idiot. Um, I I would agree with that very much. Uh, If you look look at the body language and the expressions on the faces of the the individuals which back him up from the CDC, um, it, it says volumes. It really speaks volumes. I, I don't think they know from the position they're coming from. I mean, their external context as scientists and physicians is so far from the mentally disturbed fantasy world of this so-called president that to interface them, it's just a disaster. And I, I watched his, his debacle of a speech and, I don't know if he was on Adderall or if he's on tranquilizers, but there's something there's something very, very wrong there, and there was a lot written on it. I mean, and he was reading off a teleprompter. So how, how do you, rhetorical question, but how do you mess up a, a speech read from a teleprompter? I, he managed to do it. Um, I'm sure he had no yeah. input because they say he does nothing, so it was handed to him. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, I don't see anything... Well, I was just going to say, as soon as the 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 camera shut off, um, Trump made some kind of mocking uh, noise that was caught on a on a live on a live mic, and um, as if he was saying, "Ah, thank God that's over with. I couldn't care less." And you know. Hell with them, let them eat cake, whatever. Um, I I I just really um, I, I I just had flashes of anger more than ever before for people who voted for him, doctors who I know voted for him merely because he was going to cut their taxes, and um, you know, uh, shame on them and. I, I I just really hope that uh, people wake up just a little bit. We're not the brightest group of people in this country. We're not the brightest, but um, boy, we're getting dumber uh, exponentially. Seems all the time. Um, so I hope people take a message that matters who sits in that office. And um, to have somebody who's all of what we've talked about, I mean, he's off playing golf this weekend, I assume. He took his plane and went down to Florida. And um, that's leadership? I mean, he doesn't. Well, anyway, Ray, I thought I'd uh, give people a sense of... uh, what's on the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, 
and Prevention website um, about what they're telling people to do. And I really recommend that folks go there. It's cdc.gov, cdc.gov. And um, I, I, I'm going to go through things and um, uh, we'll, we'll sort of toss it back and forth. The very first uh, recommendation the CDC has is that older adults and people who have severe underlying chronic medical conditions like heart or lung disease or diabetes, <laughs> that's me, seem to be at higher risk for developing more serious complications from the COVID-19 illness. Please consult with your healthcare provider about additional steps you may be able to take to protect yourself. Um, and then the, the, the website goes on uh, next. They, they really uh, do a good job in uh, uh, graphically making it easy to read and using easy to understand language. Uh, the second point is know how it spreads. And uh, their highlighted point here is the best way to prevent illness is to avoid being exposed to this virus. Um, it's thought to spread mainly from person to person between people who are in close contact with one another within about six feet and through respiratory droplets produced when an infected person coughs or sneezes. These droplets can land in the mouths or noses of people who are nearby and possibly be inhaled into the lungs. And... Um, and and the steps that CDC says to protect yourself, um, clean your hands. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds or as long as it takes to sing three chords of happy birthday. Um, at least 20 seconds, especially after you've been in a public place or after blowing your nose, coughing, or sneezing. If soap and water are not readily available, use a hand sanitizer that contains at least 60% alcohol. Cover all the surfaces of your hands and rub them together till they feel dry. And um, finally, in this section, avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth with unwashed hands. And um, and then just finally in this opening segment, uh, avoid close contact. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. The distance between yourself and other people if the virus is spreading in your community. This is especially important for people who are at higher risk or getting very, of getting very sick. Um, so Ray, I, I uh, that's from the website. What, just in general, anecdotally or whatever, what what's the level of concern among your your contacts, your your uh, peeps? Well, when I, I went out to for lunch, of course, and before that, I picked up a piece of information that I think you and I uh, discussed 
briefly, um, you know, the, the, the early facts, quote-unquote, on this are so different from what are the facts, quote-unquote, now. I mean, it was, don't worry about the kids, the reassurance to the nth power. Now, yeah, thank God the kids aren't dying, but they may be the ultimate carriers of this virus because they are exposed to so much in school that they have a uh, few, if any, symptoms. And they're, however, virulent in terms of, of spreading it, they, they believe now. And these studies are, you know, hot off the presses. So the whole idea, and I, I've seen it with my school friends, um, administrators from, from my time. Well, you know, we, we don't have a case of it here in upstate, I'm in, uh, you know, in the 13 suburban council schools that I happen to be in, um, in the middle of. So why should we take our precious 180 days of required school attendance, which have now been waived by Governor Cuomo, um, why should we shut down the schools? Well, and, and, and a young waitress got so passionate about this, David. It was it was information I had just read. She, don't they care? Don't they give a damn about the the individuals that are in that population who are teaching the kids and and could so easily, um, you know, become fatally ill or extremely ill? Because there's a chart now that calibrates it from age 60, which is what is considered elderly up to 80 and at 80 your chance of being of, of fatally uh, passing within uh, an x number of hours could be one day could be two days is fifth a whopping 15 percent and of course you can play with figures all day we've heard the cliches up the wazoo but that's a pretty staggering statistic and <laughs> you know for trump in the beginning to try and say this is nothing more than the common flu and to have hannity and limbaugh preaching these lies and spewing this venom and they had a repeat on i just i caught on the way home in the car from yesterday and limbaugh is is just hotter than a pistol because vouchy came out dr vouchy came out and actually said something negative about trump that we were guilty and of course the follow-up was do you to the president do you feel do you feel guilty? And absolutely not. It's almost like we should give him an award for bringing this whole mess on us. Um, I, I, the only thing I can compare it to analogously is a school, a school district that's complete, or a school itself that's run completely amok, and uh, someone has to come in there. They have to clean it all out. And that's how we, I feel right now. We're, we're going to have to solve this with the White House, but there are a lot of months here. And a lot of lives that could be lost. And my prediction right now, from my peeps, as you say, is that it's going to get a lot worse because it before it gets better. I got rammed on on Facebook because in you know the Albany. This is something regional. We have national listeners. The Albany, um, I you know the St. Patrick's Day parade was was canceled. Mayor Sheehan uh, reluctantly canceled it, and it's a, obviously that's a big deal. But Bennington, Vermont, which is only a hop, skip, and a jump from here. They went right ahead and had the biggest parade ever. And I put out a, you know, a, 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 a Facebook comment that, uh, you know, it's pretty selfish on your part. Not only do you go ahead and have your parade, but uh, everybody comes from here like a b- bunch of irresponsible fools, not everybody, but way too many, to buy toilet paper, as they say, and to watch the parade. So if people aren't in lockstep here, 
If you're going to have a parade that's drivable and you're only going to draw that many more people to a crowd that's apt to to spread this virus, violating all the rules, wash your hands, stay away from groups of X number of people, they go right ahead and half of them are buying toilet paper at a furious rate and the others are driving to a parade. Um, And they say that, you know, in Italy, the... (laughs) The problem they had over there is that people are not responsible. Well, the anecdotal comments I've just made, I think, are, are damn responsible, damn, uh, you know, irresponsible in terms of um, their behavior. And I don't know how anecdotally did do people frustrate you in in their panic or in their lack of it and their scoffing at it. Where where do you, where does your frustration lie, David? You have a great finger on the pulse of what the world's all about. Oh. <laughs> well, thanks, but I, I, I think I understand less every day. Um, I just think there's a sense of foreboding and and uh, uh, confusion. Um, a friend of mine is in an assisted living place, and um, you know, for weeks they did nothing, and he was sort of curious. So. And he just sort of shrugged it off or laughed it off. Well, they don't, he said, I don't think they care really about us. Um, but then Thursday, the, the, the hammer came down. They, uh, announced these draconian, um, uh, measures and, and I mean, no visitors of any type, no family, no friends, no nothing. Um, and and uh, they're basically in a jail. They can't leave. And he uh, would uh, uh, he's still able to get around, and he's able to uh, uh, get picked up and do some errands, and uh, at least get out of a place he really hates. Um, but his son is forcing him to stay there. But anyway, um, it, it's just fear, fear of. Uh, What's next, and um, how how long is this going to go on? Am I, I mean, uh, you know, if people knew that this was two weeks, um, uh, you might be able to have a handle on it. Um, but it's it's there's no handling something where you, uh, you know, because of the slow response and the inaction at the top, this is going to, as we've said, going to be deeper, last longer than it, than, than necessary. And, um, I just think there's, uh, as, as with everything Trump does, everything is just, uh, uh, fear inducing and, uh, I, I think this is unprecedented. I mean, I, I, um, I, I just, I don't know. I, I, um, I've been watching less and less of MSNBC because I, I distrust after the Mayor Pete treatment and I, I just distrust their, uh, sense of journalism or objectivity. Uh, but Rachel Maddow did have on a doctor 
last night who was uh, key in the in developing uh, drugs for the AIDS epidemic. Uh, you know, he he's been assigned to the coronavirus uh, research team, and uh, you know, there's a whole science behind that. It's why every year we have a new flu strain. Uh, you know, viruses change and they're they're incredibly powerful um you know they 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 can just wipe out your immune system almost overnight and uh we this doctor is is trying to come up with some if not a vac he's not in charge of the vaccine but he's in charge of finding some way to slow the progress of somebody who's been infected and um to disable the 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 power of the virus to um, duplicate, replicate. I mean, these viruses don't have that power, but what they do is they take over ourselves and uh, basically steal the the RNA, which is the, the genetic uh, copying feature, and they leave the cell. And uh, power with power and force and might and go on and conquer the rest of the body, and um, uh, I, I I just uh, at least it's reassuring to see a scientist um, on TV uh, uh, explaining um, this is instead of and he went on and, and he went on for at least half an hour explaining. And um, for me, that always helps to get information. And I understand from trying to get people to read my books on the brain, Ray, that uh, uh, a lot, a lot, we're at a very low information level, a low level of understanding. I hate to say it, but, um, you know, it's a lot of the stuff I write about, which I think couldn't be simpler at an eighth grade level is is seen as uh you know a scientific medical journal and i said oh my god i i just didn't realize it was it was this bad so um i guess i'm i'm a mess i i i you know i'm thinking of myself what do i have to do i i was going to go to a birthday party today but i uh at at one of these children's parties event and i said no this does not look good kids bouncing around on the bouncy things and and you know they they they're kids they don't i mean these are sort of four or five six year olds they don't know um what to touch what not to touch and um so i just i just excuse myself from going and i know people are going to be upset but you know i have to i have to uh take care of myself and i absolutely don't it's just a feeling of of dread and depression like how did it come to this and and uh, you know i i i just 
I, I, I've had more fights on Facebook with people I think are, are not over this, but just in general lately. I, you know, now there's the, you know, we're running a presidential election and, and it's pretty damn important and uh, not to get political like Trump, but, you know, the, the, the Bernie people are now making threats that they're not going to vote or they're not going to vote for, for Biden. And uh, the level of of insanity, childishness, petulance, if I don't get what I want, I'm going home. Um, and Bernie just is uh, uh, feeding this. And, you know, can't happen. Can't happen. Listen, there are four more primaries on Tuesday, and uh, uh, Biden's set to wipe out Bernie. Will he ever have the humility to say, we didn't do it, we didn't get the votes, time to close up, and um, and we all have one goal to get Trump out, but I have a feeling he won't do it. Thoughts on that, Mary? Well, James Carville said, I think you need to get this. I love the way he talks. I love his vocabulary. I love his verbiage. Time for this puppy to get out of the race. And he's talking about Bernie Sanders. I mean, there was really no conceivable way that Bernie is going to get the nomination. So why not get out of the way, clear the road, and put all our efforts in getting rid of the orange monster in the White House? Um <laughs> What, what, what do you think is holding back on Bernie? Is it ego? What, what's going on there? Yeah, I think there's. Uh, I agree with Hillary. What she says, he's 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 mean. He has a mean spirited nature to him. Um, I think it's age. This is it. This is last time, and uh, uh, and just the nature of the movement he's built. The uh, the kids who show up like crazy at his rallies and 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 threaten this and that and then don't vote. I mean, yeah. somebody has just got to say, "Well, Mr. Sanders, where are your votes? If you promise Nirvana, if you promise the revolution, uh, where are the signs that it's going to happen?" I, I mean, they don't show up. They're irresponsible. Um, and, and that maybe I was at one point in my life in that corner of the world. Um, uh, but there's this, uh, you know, there's this level of hatred that's just self-fulfilling. I, I mean, I, I watch too many of these crazy, crazy YouTube only shows for the, for, for the left. And, and, you know, they've commandeered the word progressive. Um, I consider myself progressive. And I, I've written to a few, <laughs> which is a futile exercise, I know. But, you know, I've said, uh, uh, why do you think you won't own the word progressive? And um, why does it have to be? I mean, do you know, do you not know any history? That, that uh, this is a conservative country and third party candidacies or movements just don't work. None of them have ever worked. And um, you, 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 you 
got attention. You made people aware. Now go home and cry. Sorry, we're coming. That's sadly the, the, the narrative. Yeah. Well, uh, everyone, I want to, um, we're going to have to close up shop here. Um, please take care of yourselves. Um, visit the CDC website, cdc.gov. Uh, visit our site. Uh, we want people to vote. Um, uh, visit our project vote at um, uh, commongroundbooks.org, commongroundbooks.org. And um, Ray, good health and uh, stay well, and um, we'll be in touch. All one right, way or the other. Absolutely. Okay. Have a great day. Okay. Bye bye. Okay. Bye bye, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.